Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Podcasts are becoming the new must-have celebrity accessory. That's according to a recent article in the Financial Times. So as well as David Walliams, big names like Gwyneth Paltrow, Russell Brand, David Tennant and Snoop Dogg have all launched their own shows. The US talk show host Conan O'Brien worked as a comedy writer for Saturday Night Live and on The Simpsons before he got his own late-night chat show back in 1993. And in November, he started up his own podcast called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. The shtick being it's just him trying to get some real friends and also to pay off the mortgage on his beach house. Some of the guests I've enjoyed hearing him speak to are Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally. And here's part of his chat with the actor, jazz musician, potential buddy and renaissance man Jeff Goldblum, a star of films including Jurassic Park, Thor Ragnarok and The Fly. I know you play jazz. You're very passionate about jazz. You've made this uh, album, which is uh, incredible. Really, the yeah. musicianship and but what's what's interesting is it it's no coincidence to me that you like jazz because I think when you speak, it's jazz. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a, it's very you speak very musically. And you bring things up and they occur to you and you follow them where they're going and then you dip back and then you find it different. It's, it's got a rhythm. Mm. Does this mm. make any sense at it all? It sure does, yeah. Uh, I was always naturally just uh, excited about jazz and rhythmical things and different harmonic things and improvisation particularly. Then I studied acting with Sanford Meisner, whose cornerstone of his technique is uh, this particular improvisation. Uh, and even though I like to do scripted material, do I do a David Mamet play or, you know, my Martin McDonough play and that you have to as you know be exactly on the words or a Wes Anderson movie who doesn't want you to replace and with the right etc then you find a kind of freedom and interesting nuance within that and it's a very beautiful creative experience but I do enjoy uh, doing Portlandia or Thor Ragnarok uh, on which we improvised a lot and I like improvisation I like and as you know these talk shows which interest me terrifically as a, early on I would go on a talk show and and uh, and sort of um, adopt the uh, cliche and conventional posture that oh I like the work to speak for itself. What am I doing on this show or that? Really, because I was frightened. Yeah, uh, uh, that occurred to me, and th- and uh, but. I came to see it as an opportunity for something that I enjoy doing and something that could be very special, a little improvisation with somebody who's top-notch at it, uh, you know, playing ostensibly yourself, but in a short way. What's you know, I, I love everything about it. And I think it's if, there's, if you're in an environment where you feel safe, yeah. where you know that... No, we can let this go, and we can let this. Uh, yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah, what do and, we got? Who, who cares? Today, when fun. I was on the show, um, you know, Rachel, whom I really enjoyed, uh, one of the, the uh, she's one of the segment producers. The segment yeah. producing said, "Well, we talked for a little bit in our on our on the telephone, and now I've got some questions that he may ask you." I said, "Well, it's, uh, surprise me," and she, she could have said, "Well, no, here that you better you know get ready for this." That she said, "Okay, well, that's that's the best anyway." So I really didn't know anything that was going to occur when we went, and that's uh, that's my kind of favorite thing. Your whole segment today was a cry for help. 
<laughs> it was my segment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, listen, we, uh, I, I think we should go out to dinner. Now, here's what I ask. It's a deal, yeah. Is it just you and I? Do we get the wives involved? I, I think I we mean, should do all, uh, you know, all variations of it. We should do yes, you and I. Then we should get the wives involved. Then maybe we you a, and I just first. Okie dokie. You know, it's because the why, you know, the wives they can get in the way. <laughs> what? You know, so maybe uh, just you and I. Okay. Would it be an Italian restaurant? What kind of cuisine are we talking? Well, about? we could pick the. Jeez, <laughs> I don't know what kind. Of, I, I love food, and I love all different uh, manner of uh, ambiance. What would you? What <laughs> What do, what do you imagine? I see you in a very stylish restaurant. I think it would really? be important that it be a really? kind of a cool look. You know, I think that, no, I'm not saying it shouldn't be stuffy. I don't see you yeah. going to a stuffy restaurant. I don't restaurant. like stuffy. I don't like fine food dining for no, that No, 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 I don't like much. that. Yeah. Right, right. I don't like lengthy. But you're also you know? a Pittsburgh guy. You might like a, a T-bone steak, ribs. I, I like a steak. I go for the leaner cuts of meat these days. I like a nice filet, a petite yeah. filet, yeah, yeah. Uh, at uh, here or there. Uh, but I, I, I would do anything. But I like, you know, I did this little thing with Jonathan Gold before he passed away, speaking of which, yeah. uh, who was wonderful. Do you know him? Did you yeah. see that yeah, documentary, of City of Gold? Yes. It makes you appreciate Los Angeles in a whole different way through his oh, he's, eyes. He's brilliant. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. He said, you know, he made me think that, hey, this is a good place to raise kids. You can, if you drive around and do and expose them to the right things, this is a place of diversity yep. and uh, cultural interest. And food-wise, you go to these little mini malls that I used to think, ah, oh, ugly, ugly town, you know. But no, no, no. You can appreciate the indigenous family, authentic offerings that they have. And uh, so we could go to Jitlada. We could go to, you know, this Thai place that was on his list. I have yet to go down the hundred, his last hundred of the list. But, you know, Moose and Franks. I like Moose and Franks. I went the you other know, day. You know, I uh, I do this with a couple of friends of mine, Greg Daniels and Rodman Flender. We have a, a tradition where we find restaurants uh, Los Angeles restaurants, and the rule is they had to be in operation before we were born. Oh. And it took us to all these really interesting places downtown that have been around since the 40s or the 50s, yeah. or sometimes the 20s, and you'll find out, oh, this is where the police detectives always eat, and there's sawdust on the floor, yeah. but if you get the, the, you know, the, the pot roast is great. Uh, and they, they're, they're kooky places that, that no one knows about. Sounds great. But I took my daughter uh, last weekend, I took my daughter Nev down to uh -huh. uh, downtown LA. We went to Little Tokyo uh -huh. and we found this little Korean barbecue place and it, it was like a little hole in the wall. And we went in fantastic, just oh, a yeah. great meal. We brought a friend of hers and she's very interested in... Uh, you know, Korean and Japanese culture. And so she wanted to, we went into all the little shops and LA is really amazing that way. Yeah. It's incredible. So I, well, maybe we'll do something like that, Let's you and do I. Korean barbecue. There's a place called Soup Bull Jeep. Do you know Soup Bull Jeep? Yeah. You go there and you cook things. They cook things right on this little grill there. I say, I got the squid and they, with a scissor, they come over with a big squid and they start cutting off some of the legs like oh, yeah. that. And you know, it was kind of great. Yeah, yeah. I like all that stuff. Let's go. Let's do some exploring because I have not gone out. And that's the one great thing about having kids. It must make you go, gee. Let's. I need to expose them anyway to all sorts of things, and seeing it through their eyes yeah. is kind of delightful. Well, enough with them. You get plenty of time with them. Yeah. I see you and I going to a restaurant. Okay. No kids. Sounds uh, good. They sound delightful, but uh, my, my, my neither. They're not there either. It's just you and I. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's a good idea. It's a, uh, night and when there's no work the next day. Muso and Frank's. I asked. I asked, and no work the next day. Really? Well, I'd like yeah. to just make sure that I have a clear schedule. <laughs> Any time. Jeez, this is what? sounding. I'm getting He's frightened, but uh, but uh, I'm intrigued. Strangely. 
But um, I asked on the day that I worked with Jonathan Gold, I said, what do you think about Musa Franks? He said, yes, that's good. It's good. It's still good. Yeah, go there. And of course, the atmosphere is very nice. But, you know, they have things on that menu, speaking of before we were born. Right. Like sherbet. You never see, you know, you see no. sorbet these days, but sherbet they have. That know. was all over the, when we were kids. Sherbet, sherbet was yeah. what you ate all the time. Right. And then it just went away. Went away or, or became sorbet. I don't know yeah. what sorbet is. Yeah. yeah. It's I like know. asbestos, one of those fun things we had when we were kids that we're not allowed to enjoy anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My parents smoked Chesterfield cigarettes, pack a day or something, you know, in the car. They'd get the four of us in the car and, you know, smoke, yeah. smoke away. My mom chewed tobacco. She did not. Okay, she didn't. Uh, <laughs> it would have been fun if she did. Who was who played the uh, grand, grandma? Who who played on on Beverly Hillbillies? Irene Ryan. That's exactly right. And what did she <laughs> How, smoke? Excuse me. Can yeah. we all oh pause God. for a second? Yeah. Can we all pause for a second? <clears throat> that was fucking fast. Yeah. Yeah. That was me. Okay. It was can great. we just? Can you? I want someone. I want some. An, want yeah. an engineer to look at the time between. I didn't know that was coming. Okay. The we time between when he asked out. and when I answered. There, there was, was no editing. Cut. It no was cut. like no you were cut. already thinking about yeah, her. Said, Irene Ryan. answered it ahead of time. When's the last yeah. time you talked about or thought about Irene Ryan? Probably a week ago. Oh. And I'm not kidding. Oh, okay. I was very so, influenced by yeah. television as a child. I really appreciated those performers. She was amazing. Died before her you know, her time, really, uh, oh. ahead of time. She, she died... Uh, really, as the series ended, I think, uh, yeah, and I, yeah, she, she was, was a great. I even she was a young, movie. she was much younger than she was playing. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, she was a terrific, terrific actress. She was wonderful, but we'd never heard about her before. Then I'm sure yeah. one could look her up and see that she was in Irene Ryan, Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies is a very funny, creative yeah. show. Conan O'Brien needs a friend, featuring Jeff Goldblum, and thanks to Matt Gawley and Adam Sachs for their help sharing that with you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.